All right. Speaking of people you don't want to hang out with, I happened to stumble across this show on YouTube called Insufferable Bastards. Mm. Mm. That was Carl from Who Are These Podcasts, the one time he roasted us. Good times, good times. Pressure to me. I love Judge oh, Dredd. I absolutely love Judge Dredd. Ah, enough of that. Hey, everybody. I'm Carlos Danger. Welcome back to Insufferable Bastards, a movie and TV review podcast. Joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So can I out you? Yeah, I guess so. Spears got the virus. Yeah, I got the vid. It's everywhere. Yeah. My my kid has, you know, he, he tested positive. And then they did that thing. They're like, okay, lock him in a cage for five days. Everybody stay away from him. Don't feed him. Don't give him any water, whatever. And then they're like, well, it could be, you know, it could, other people who are exposed, it could take five days, could take two weeks, whatever. So but anyway, he's still testing positive two weeks uh, into the thing. And he has symptoms. He developed symptoms after two weeks, which oh, is crazy. Damn. So the, yeah, the, this whole variant thing, it's going around, going around. So how you feeling, man? You all right? I mean, I, I feel... You know, I'm tired. I'm more tired than I am anything else, stuffed up or whatever you want to call that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel fine. You know, I'm very lethargic and very lazy. But I came off a a very busy run that probably you know lowered my immune system. But also, I was with somebody with COVID. But it took, and then I tested and tested and tested, and. uh it took over almost was, seven days. Seven days for me to get it, like for it to show up. Wait. It was just, yeah. it was just dormant until all and of like a sudden. up and until that. Not, hopefully, I just want to say, like, hopefully, I know the last episode, Brian's mic was like through the roof. I couldn't fix it. Hopefully, it's not that way now. I would just say, Brian, push it away from you a little because I'm a little okay. paranoid that you're going to be super, super, super loud. All right, sorry about that. I didn't mean. Yeah, to so I just. Uh, I don't, yeah, so I feel fine and everything, you know, is, you know, everything's fine. Are you I'm still wearing, can I, can I ask, I, I went back and I listened to, we, we cut a promo for Mondo Creepy, which I think is a, it's a Mondo Creepy Returns, I want to say September 16th, it's, it's very soon, check uh, Mondo Creepy on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook. So I went back to this episode, we talked about like wearing a mask a lot and how, you know, just the whole crazy social war, the culture yeah. war that grew up around COVID. So are you still wearing like the N95 masks? And Brian's a special effects makeup artist. We wear those on set. We don't have, if still. it's outside, um, we don't have to wear them. I You have to wear them when you're face to face with an actor, which actually I hope that stays forever. I just think that's a good practice hygiene and everything else. Uh, you don't have to worry about your coffee breath in the morning. Um, I was thinking, you know, CT Horror Fest is coming up. That's another thing coming up. I think maybe the same time as Mondo Creepy. And I was like, oh, we should do like a guide. Hey, is it your first time uh, going to a horror convention? And my first tip would be remember not to use deodorant or brush your teeth. It's yeah. a tradition. Sorry. So, so basically, yes. I mean, we joke. wear masks all that all the time. Like, uh, and I get tested all the time too. So that's like. I didn't find out I had this until on a Sunday, and I had tested on a Friday, and everything came back as negative. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm glad to hear you're doing. Uh, you're doing okay. I'm Obviously, watching a ton of stuff, but some of it not that good. And uh, I think we're going to talk about a movie that uh, 
you recommended, and I normally. Well, I don't know if I re- wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold no, 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 on. I don't no, know. no. I'm not I saying you recommend. I, I just said I watched it. Well, yeah. So that to me, I if you watch something, I'm going to watch it because I think it could be good for this. Right. Yeah. We're talking about um, Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. Yeah. Nope. Which I, I didn't bring up any of the any of the. We stuff paid full for. price for that, man. So for all these idiots that tell us that we're like uh, anti this and anti that, I gave that guy twenty bucks. Yeah, I did too. I watched it with my son. He wanted to see it. Yeah, I'm so cheap. I'm like, I got to wait. I just, at the principle of paying 20 bucks in my own home, I'll, I'll do it. $5. $5 is my entry point. But yeah, for him, I watched Nope. And I was, you know, I was excited to see it. The reviews were, I think, pretty much overwhelmingly positive. Oh, but you know, before we get into the review, I just got to like, I got to apologize. I started getting angry at somebody on Twitter, as I normally do. Little podcast beef for a couple of minutes there. This one was with Recent Activity. That's the podcast that it's the guy from, uh, it used to be the Netflix Nomcast, Netflix original movie podcast. So I put something on, uh, I was just, you know, I'm still home with my son because he, he's still testing positive with symptoms. So he's been out of school all week. And Mr. Beast Burger opened. You know, these are these pop-up, basically it's a friendlies. And if you call up friendlies and say, I want a Mr. Beast Burger, you can buy an $11 hamburger you know, with the ingredients provided by Mr. Beast, the YouTuber, the world's biggest YouTuber. So I just put on Twitter, hey, there's a Mr. Beast burger next to the location of the CT Horror Fest in Naugatuck, Connecticut. You know, hey, that's my public service for the day. And I went up there and we actually got a hamburger. My kid loved it. So, uh, and again, it's in a friendlies, 130 Rubber Avenue there, free plug for uh, Mr. Beast burger slash friendlies. And then recent activity, I'm just, maybe I just have really thin skin or I'm so sensitive. He says... This is the type of journalism we need and frankly deserve. Now, I, because I'm a small town reporter by day, but the Insufferable Bastards this is just my movie review podcast. You know what I mean? I feel like there should be a distinction. I just was like, well, why are you bringing up journalism? What? what? I'm just saying, this, I don't know. I, I took it as, because I've had people over the years, and then I said, huh? And he said, it's the real investigative news that I needed to know before the big event. I took that as like, I don't know. I've had people because well, I, like I work, people I work for a nonprofit. People, well, I work for a nonprofit, you. right? I work for a nonprofit. We have fun. We're, we're, the majority of the funding comes from community foundations, right? And I've had people over the years. One of the first things that happened to me when we launched, I had a blog called Hollywood Chainsaw Blogger, right? And somebody wrote the funders and basically pointed out why do you want this guy with this inappropriate you this is a serious journalist who has a blog called Hollywood Chainsaw Blogger meanwhile that blog had started at a newspaper i was a newspaper writer you know a staff full-time city hall reporter when i started that actually i think i was the mobile police reporter at the time so that type of and and, and the the number one comment you get in local news when you post something on facebook is why is this news? And nine times out of 10, that's the story that gets 100,000 views. So like I took that in that vein. That's exact because I've had that exact sentiment sent to people who fund me and, and keep me employed. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just, I just took that. I was like, oh, wait a second. That's sounds like a I'm not saying it's journalism. I'm not presenting this as news. I'm just saying something. I'm a human being relaying a thought on Twitter just like the rest of the planet, which as a local news reporter, man, they always did. Cancel culture has existed for a long time in news. If you want to yes. experience cancel culture, try writing a news story and not have 100,000 people jump down your throat. So uh, there's this expectation or there's this belief that's been sort of given me trauma 
where I'm not allowed to use social media like the rest of the planet. And I just refuse to do that. Like I have to behave in a certain way or else I'm going to lose my job, lose my house, not be able to feed my kids because I said there's a Mr. Beast Burger in Naugatuck. You know, so I got, I got too sensitive, right? So I apologize. He wasn't saying that though. He was just saying, because I said to him, well, what's your day job? Let's talk about, let's bring your guys' day jobs into it, guys. What do you guys do for a living? What do you do for a living? And then, you know, oh. so I was, uh, you know, and he's like, uh, he said, I don't see how that's relevant. I'm not mocking you. I'm actually happy with this news. I'm not putting out my day job on Twitter. Thanks. I'm like, all right, I, I get that. I get that. So anyway, I took it the wrong way. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's the story of my life. You know, did you happen to watch the uh, video I did that I live streamed? The other day, Spears, you no. don't want to check that out, dude. I go no, into, I did not. I go into Deaf Noodles. I know you're a big Deaf Noodles fan. <laughs> we're two, we're two fifty year old. We're gonna. I, I this is gonna no- be. I'm gonna put. We got to start a YouTube live stream like every Friday, and we'll just call it Basement Dwellers. It'll be our new, whatever, uh, app, whatever. You know how shocking things and or, or pint of comics that or pint the pop culture podcast do like whatever month. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm they, saying? Whatever they, you call have, it. A they new have series. A yeah. They have a yeah. new theme. Yeah. Yeah. Like Larry's uh, pint of horrors. We'll do that. It'll be Basement Dwellers. Yeah. So I did a whole thing. It's. It's. Uh, it, it actually started to shoot up in numbers the last couple of days. Cause I think, you know, we need a 50 year old white cisgendered dude straight to be talking about what's going on and with 20 year olds on YouTube, like other comments. Uh, so that's, that's a whole other world. That's hilarious. No, I wouldn't even know. I, there was oh, something yeah, else yeah. you said earlier. I had no idea either. I mean, anything on Twitter. I don't know anything about, I know nothing about any of this stuff. So anyway, I guess that's neither here nor there. I, I, I've said my piece, and I apologize publicly to recent viewing a, a new – and actually a podcast I listen to. Sometimes I have a hard time, as people probably are going to have a hard time with this episode when the first 10 minutes is just d- two dudes I don't know talking about stuff that's only in their world. You know what I mean? It can be really a lot of independent podcasts, and I'm saying we're guilty of it too. They can be hard to penetrate because you don't really care about what they're talking about there. It's just – two bros talking about whatever as I am right now and won't shut up. But all right, so that's that. And I think I had interrupted you anyway. But nope. I, I said this on the stream the other day. I, I guess I'll ask you first. Let's say we go by four stars, right? Zero's being terrible. Uh, zero being Fairview Falls by Glenn Bates. Or zero being Judge Dredd. And, uh, pressure to me. I love Judge oh, Dredd. Gosh. I absolutely okay. love Judge Dredd. That. And then, and then four being the top. So what's my number? Wow. Stars. Number of stars. Uh, <laughs> um, two. Two out of four stars. That's a that's a giant fair. So you're saying nope is mediocre. I here's what I. Are yeah, you scared like, to say that? Because I'm sort of like, am I? Th- this kind of feels like. Uh, no, any movie I, with Florence, what's her name? Pogue? Is that how you say her name? Any yeah. movie she's in, I feel like, well, you have to, yeah, I have to like it because everybody likes it. You know, I feel like I'm stupid. Like, what I was that I, one where she dressed up in the flowers at the end? Uh, Midsommar. Midsommar, yeah. I feel uh, like I'm too dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say I'm like, I didn't think it was all that because people just think I'm dumb. Here's my thing. Uh, I think I've, I've, I've never been a huge fan of uh, Get Out. And... I enjoyed uh, This Is Us, actually. Or no, not This Is Us. <laughs> that, that's, that's the TV show. Uh, like the 30-something show. All right. But Us or whatever, I enjoyed reference. I enjoyed us. more than his prior film. I think Jordan Peele can be a brilliant director. 
I just don't know if he's a great writer or I think he goes too far down a rabbit hole. And I don't I like get gets that. in that minutia of his like world. I guess I don't. He's not Stephen King yet. Like his world's not built. And maybe it's like, I you know, he, he's eventually going to movie. He's going to make a movie. He's building towards it. That just blows us all the way. Although some people would say, uh, get out was already that movie. So I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Is it a generational thing? I don't know. Cause I feel the same way. I felt this was a little bit at the end of it. I was now, here's like, the thing. Did I was you confused. Fast forward? I was confused you, at the end of it. Did you fast forward? Cause I didn't. And I will I say did. it held my, my interest. I didn't fast forward, but I wasn't, you know, I mean, there was, this was when like COVID's running through the house. I didn't exactly pay as much attention in the first 20 minutes as I could have. I was in the, but I, 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 you know, I didn't fast forward. No. And like, cause that's where I definitely looked at the clock to see where I was at, especially in that oh, middle. I, I did that a lot too. And I, my son actually asked me, so well, can we talk, watch this later? Can we? And I was like, no, we're sitting through no, yeah. it. And I hit pause and I'm like, oh man, we're only halfway through this movie. And that's, I definitely paused and saw, wow, yeah, same thing. Like, oh, there's still a lot of movie left. Um, It's just uneven. I don't know. Like, there's brilliant stuff in this movie. And the, I love the actors in this movie. I thought. Uh, Great performances. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, that Kiki Palmer was really awesome. Like, cool in, like, certain aspects. Um. Who's Kiki? Is that the who's that's Kiki the, Palmer? The, the, that the, the sister. Oh, Kiki Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lead. What's it, Daniel? I don't know how to say his last oh, name. Oh, I can't say his last name, man. But he was. Kaluuya? Oh, yeah, Kaluuya? man. He's, he's great. He's great. Yeah. He yeah. was perfect. And I said and, in, uh, in the in the, uh, in the stream I did what I love about it. My favorite thing about this movie, and we bashed Tombstone in our last two episodes saying it's not a good Western. I think this was a better Western with a better uh, traditional protagonist from a Western in the form of that character. Than, than Tombstone. This is a better no. Western than Tombstone. Yeah. I, I, I love that he turned that on, on its ear. It's, a, it's the guy, stereotypically, who would not be the leading man in a Western in Hollywood. And he's just, he's a Western, he's in modern times, but he is clearly, you know, the, the, the Western dude. The never, not saying barely anything the whole movie. No major reactions emotionally to anything happening. Just, I got a problem, I got to deal with it. I so mean, I thought, and- I thought that was cool. He's on a horse at the end. Spoiler. Um, I yeah, like again, well, it is very it's very hard to talk about this movie without going into the major well, spoilers. Well, and I'm really the, afraid at, at this point because I know it did whatever at the box office. But I really think people it's going to really hit this mass audience now that it's on streaming once it comes down and it'll be on one of the streamers soon. More and more I people will, will see this thing. I will say this. And they deserve, watch, to, they deserve to see it. Like on, I didn't read anything really about it. No, they neither deserve, did I. You got to experience this movie. So it's hard to review. You have to experience it. But I, I will say, I mean, we know it's sort of what it's about, right? I'm not, I don't want to give anything away. But I, like I've seen this movie done a million times. Uh, like, like I kept saying, is this going to turn into signs? It's very reminiscent of Signs. It's very reminiscent of Jaws. I was going to say, like a Spielberg movie. This is it, yep. Spielberg. Uh, that uh, it, it gets that vibe. It frames who's some the other of the star? shots. He like did Hitchcock. Star Wars and Star Trek. Like J.J. Abrams ish. Like it has that epic. Although it's uh, got more, it's got more feeling, I think, than a J.J. Abrams. Sure, but it's, it's in that plastic. vein. It's in that yeah. vein of like those kind of 
They hit every aspect. They hit a horror movie. They hit a science fiction movie. They hit a drama movie. You can cry. You'll laugh. Like it's, it's like just, it's just a movie. Like that's where I think this guy is a genius. I just don't know if his stories are good enough. Like this guy can direct a movie. Yeah. Like visually, this is amazing, man. And it like, does feel it like something really you've not cool. experienced. It feels like a movie you have not experienced. It feels familiar, but it does feel like a fresh take on yes. old ideas. You know, like you're you keep like, oh, watching this is something different. It kept me watching because I said, well, did Signs, is Signs doing this better? And I don't really like Signs. Um, I like Signs. So, um, I just, I but it kept per- keeping me like trying to find out what it was. Now, here's the thing I don't want to get into the ending. The ending really, really disappointed me. There's a look of something that just, it took me out of the movie. I agree. Yeah, yeah I was kind of like, what? And, <sighs> and that is the flaw of this movie. This movie probably would have done more for me if this, this ending and what happens in this ending, while everything that happens is awesome, there's just one look of things. That yeah, yeah, yeah. A certain aesthetic, it. right, right. Yeah, I felt the same way. It kind of it, it took me out of the movie a little bit. Was a like, little disappointing. I stuck it, it's with exciting, you for this but it's long. Like, yeah, for this long. Like, and some of it just doesn't make sense. You got the Radio Shack guy. You got the yeah, the, the famous movie direct uh, camera guy. Emilio, you know, was, this is yeah. Well, who, has, by the way, is awesome. That guy is uh, in in a bunch of Oliver Stone movies. Oh, I haven't seen God. that guy in years. I was getting confused. I, I thought it was the dude from Platoon, the guy in Platoon who 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 uh, taps his chest. No, that's Charlie Anthony Sheen. Quinn's son. Right. I know I was wrong. Oh, I didn't know it was Anthony Quinn's son. But it's that. Yeah, he was uh, this in. This guy like, was in talk in every radio mafia movie. Talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and born on the Fourth of July, so he's in a bunch of later Oliver Stone movies. I'm trying to see like uh, what his name is. It's not Brandon. Uh, Pariah, no, it's it's it? it's uh, no. Find it. It's a uh, blank on me. This but he's a great COVID. he's a great old old character actor. Oh, he was so good. Um, you know, there's the uh, sitcom, which I guess was almost a, pretty much the co- the cover of Fangor. Like this movie gets so much press. It's there's so much in there. I but again, I'll say this: I don't know what if I understood what the movie was about. I mean, bottom line, I don't know. What's the point? Yeah, there's a lot what's online. What's the point of that There's movie? a lot of people saying like, okay, what's, what point is he trying to make? And it is. Because the sitcom and the finale of this movie are exactly the same. Like they have the same meaning and we're supposed to infer this. I heard Bobby Lee talk about this with oh, those no Chad brothers. And I turned it off because I didn't want to know Chad anything brothers? about them. Uh, whatever, those idiots that have a show now. I don't know, the bro bros. I don't know. The guy they you badmouth and that what who are these podcasts no, that are really no. fun? Oh, this is some other guy. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it is. is those guys. It's like those two no guys idea. that go to like live events and are like, hey man, where's the no, cool dudes? I they made no like, they have a Netflix show right now. I have no idea who that is. All right. Well, they're number uh, deaf noodles? No, they're not deaf noodles. They're the two idiots that like do pranks. Papa Gut? And they are like they act cool. Team Star. Like, hey man, hey dude. No, I don't. Know. Uh, all right. Well, they've been on but there Stern is a, there, a bunch of times. They're, there's they're a crap ton. There's a crap ton of of people like he's commenting on the media. He's commenting on people's desire to be famous. I mean, one thing like a big part of this movie, and again, I don't want to spoil anything, but a big part of it is it, it, people are like, okay, if I get this photograph of this this strange thing. I'll make a lot of money. And it just, I don't know if that was that compelling, that motive. The characters seemed like decent. They're heroic. And yet yeah. they have these dumb motivations 
you know, are they influencers? Are they, are they the characters out of the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre who go to the town because they're going to start a whatever, a crypto community, whatever that was, and then Leatherface kills them all on a bus? They didn't seem like shallow characters, and yet a lot of their motivation is really shallow. And I found that yeah. a little, it, it was at odds. I, I'm not really sure why that was. And yeah, he, the way he tells a story, the flashbacks, the whole Stephen Young character. Uh, he's interesting, but at the end of the day, I didn't really understand why that character. Well, what's that? I don't know. We, we, I want it. All right. You're introducing the guy from the electronics store, but at the end of the day, he's just there to hold a camera. Yeah. You know, he doesn't really become a part of the movie. You don't get their stories. So I don't, sorry. So I don't know. I, I liked it. I would probably give it three stars. I would okay. give it one more star than you just because, I mean, I did, I found it interesting. There is, See, I thought there was that, one scene of of like, whoa, that's disturbing and was pretty scary. And I love the scene where the dude is in his pickup truck. And I found this very much reminiscent of like an Alfred Hitchcock movie or Brian De Palma, who is an Alfred Hitchcock. Is it Acolyte? Is that how you say that word? Probably yes, not. definitely. But all right, so he's in his truck and there's a pouring rainstorm outside. And it does the thing like Blair Witch did with the woods. You're kind of freaked out by just the rain. You know, yes. and I thought that was really effective. You're, he's freaking me out. It's just a heavy rainstorm, but they don't leave the cab of that truck. He kind of looks up. You might get a glimpse. I thought it was so refreshing, especially the subject matter of this movie, what it turns out to be. I mean, you learn pretty early, but there's no any other movie you would have had big sweeping shots where you get a look of 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 the the. Uh, not the action, the bad guy, for lack of a better term, the thing they're trying to survive. You know what I mean? You don't get that. It's not War of the Worlds. You don't get yeah. the Roland Emmerich, stupid special effects, I, CGI laden like- Marvel movie like ending with lasers and all that stuff. It's it's very contained, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's very Night of the Living Dead. You know what I mean? It's uh, it, it has a an old school horror feel to it. Listen, this my my the downfall to me is I don't get the story. Like to me, that's it. I just don't get. I get it. Like, dude, I probably would say three, but then story is one, so it comes to the two. You know what I mean? Because everything else in this movie, I really like loved. I love these actors. It was like a character driven movie. I just don't know if there was enough meat to hold the characters all together. Hmm. Yeah, because they meander a little bit. Because again, there's, there's I you a know, lot of different characters. It doesn't make sense that Radio Shack and you know the biggest you know camera guy in the world is they're all like went to this weird horse farm next to a rodeo or another up. sideshow. And it's like who like, was the famous guy from the seventies? Name again with a V. That cinematographer who did like oh Vamos, yeah, like Velo. Well, I, I keep want to say whatever. him. Yeah, I don't know how to say his name because I'm a yeah. dumb American. But yeah, it's like that guy shows up, but he's not really in the movie that long. And they were they were animal wranglers on either a tv show or a commercial where their animal like messed up so it's not like with that uh, you know there's a lot of weirdness to this that i really liked also i, li- I really like the music in this it really works yeah it's got a good soundtrack yeah um it's got great action like some of the actors there's, there's like an end acting scene which is oh that's pretty cool and it's, it's thoughtful and clever but then there's things like oh, thing i picked like, out what about ahead. the i mean there's an awesome seen uh riding the where she does a uh i did look this up and it's i guess he's such a huge fan of akira the anime had, uh, oh yeah that's like the most like used the, the, shot the, in anime the, 
Yeah, the bike. The drifting uh, motorcycle. The drifting motorcycle, yeah. and he got to use that shot because they did ask him to do an Akira movie, and he said no. So that was his version of getting his Akira movie shot. Like He is an he exciting needed. filmmaker. Like him and who is it, the Safdie brothers? There's this whole new group I mean, now. They're doing a it's an the original make, movie. The dude that it, made her- hereditary, whatever it's called, yeah. heredity, hereditary, however you say that, we've never been able to, and, and the, the aforementioned whatever. And even the guy to some extent that did, what's his <laughs> name, Eggers, did the Viking yeah. movie, the Conan the Barbarian, but deadly serious Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, Conan, a Conan movie. What was that one called? <laughs> was it the Viking? The Northman. The Northman. I don't know. So, yeah, he's part of that. But he, I, I would say all of them, they've yet to make their masterpiece. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And it's like they give them such high praise on a bunch of these movies. And I think this this movie is okay. It's okay. Uh, I think it's his best movie. Yeah, you do. All yeah. Right. I thought it was better than anything else. I might have to watch it again. But I still like that Us freaked me out. I just don't get his movies. I, I guess I'm, like, too dumb. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, I haven't revisited any of his movies, but at that, you know, I, you know, hey, I paid twenty bucks. I felt like I got my money's worth. It's not. Yeah, bad. like I didn't feel ripped off. I whoa, I whoa, slow down there, Speed Racer. That's the random drop. Yeah, I felt I don't disappointed, know. not ripped off. How's that? Yeah. Oh, you know, well, one thing I will end with. I know we're all over the place here, but I was confused. You know, and it's so hard to talk about this without completely spoiling it, but we're really trying, or I'm really trying not to spoil anything, because I, I recommend people see this movie and experience it for themselves. Don't don't share with me your thoughts, though. I don't. If you disagree with me, I don't want to hear it. The uh, There's certain rules, you know what I mean? Like in Candyman, you, if you say Candyman, whatever it is, three times Candyman shows up and kills you. Nightmare on Elm Street, if you fall asleep, Freddy visits you in your dreams, so they make it a point not to fall asleep. You don't say Candyman three times, you know? Yeah. This movie has like a rule that they figure out. Oh, if I don't do this, bad things will not happen. Yeah. But at the climax, it seemed like that rule was sort of thrown out. Yes. yes. And it was just like, wait a second. I thought only you're only in danger if you do this. And you didn't do that. Or you did that five minutes ago. But it it was just that that lost me. Yeah. And there's another scene with a motorcycle driver. That made no sense to me. Hey, he's um, from TMZ. Oh, yeah, that was kind of like there's stuff like yeah. that. Like one minute it felt like I'll be honest. When I first started watching this movie, I thought it was a period movie, which actually made me kind of dig it even more. But then it turns out, that. no, it's not. It's like but uh, there was just things in there again that, that the sitcom that I'm not saying it needed to lose it. It's just either explain it better or make it more of a character piece like and don't or, explain it yeah you know i'm now that i think about it did we really need you could have told that the sitcom thing and what happens that could have been one or two scenes i don't know you needed to cut yeah. into it and keep revisiting because as a viewer you know what's going to happen from the first time you see it so you already know what that character's experience so i was a little oh god they're going back to this again really because you already you already you can predict what's going to happen you know and you there know, is so an was... there is an incredible scene early on, and it's uh, it's our lead actor, um, OJ. He's uh, that's right, OJ. OJ, and he always wears orange. Um, oh, I didn't pick up on that. And M or what? What's her name? Always you, wears green. What are you saying? This is a pro OJ Simpson movie? No, no, like no. He, uh, her or... name? What was her name? Emerald or something like that? What was it? it was a gem or something like that? And, I don't know. And don't it, she wears I could, green. I could look up. Oh. Um, 
You're saying this is a superhero movie? No, it's like the guy was attention, I guess, to colors. He's really into that stuff. Like, so I... um, Mickey Jupe Park. Yeah. And then I can't... But there's an incredible scene early on in the movie uh, where he goes to check out the barn. And that is a, a masterpiece scene. Like, that is directed beautifully. It's sort of a jump boo scare reveal um it's a great scene that guy can um, that's the thing i want to i root for that guy he's like yeah i was telling someone else this weekend that dude is like rob zombie to me i'm always gonna check out their stuff i might not like any of their stuff but it's like they give something that nobody else is doing right now. Although Rob Zombie, I think we've well, all right. thrown, kind thrown of lost in the it. I know, yeah. but he was like Rob Zombie after the Devil's Rejects. I'm still going to check out the monsters. I'm still really? going to check it out. Yeah, I mean, for the for the very least to talk about it because every other podcast is going to do it too. We might as well get our take on it. It'll be the one time we'll all agree with all these, uh, you know other guys because they'll be like oh this is the worst thing ever and you know you know we don't even have to see it to watch say that you know who keeps getting who keeps triggering me on twitter i got i gotta see a therapist (laughs) shocking things shocking things podcast he's that awesome dude who came up to us at the convention last year and he actually like proved that he legitimately listened when we were giving away coffee cups he said if you like you say this to us i don't even remember but he was like you know we had like six people maybe less Oh, yeah, I remember. Sol, yeah. whatever. Say, hey, whatever, our password, and we gave them a free. Baba uh, Booey. Oh, that's what it was, Baba Booey. We gave him a free coffee cup. Shocking things, he doesn't like uh, Quentin Tarantino. See, he I said mean, he stopped that's... watching. The last movie he watched of Tarantino's was Kill Bill 1 and 2 because he doesn't like that Tarantino writes dialogue that people don't say in real life. But that's his, that's the whole reason you're watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. He just right, takes, yeah, it's it know. takes yeah, it's a journey through words, and it's a turn of the phrase. We gotta have shocking things on one day. Oh, that'd be I'd love I like to his have, podcast. I would love to have. Then he said, "Oh, oh, mo- overrated." Or I think it was an overrated movies. He said, uh, "No Country for Old Men." The bastard. Well, see, all right. So he's if we're a contrarian, isn't that the right word for Marvel and like IP movies? Well, he's an, a contrarian for good movies. Papa! But anyway, I guess that's that. Just wanted to dip in a uh, quick recording, and we'll see if this works. Yeah. Because it might not. Last week, we really, you know, I don't know what happened there. So I apologize for, I guess the thing about audio I learned is that if you're too low, that's easy to fix. But if you're too high, that's like impossible. So, all right, everybody, go to CT Horror Fest. Uh, You know, look up... uh, CTHorror.com, I think it is, or CTHorrorFest.com or something like that. I might have that wrong. Use Facebook and, and search yeah, Google CT Horror Fest and check out Mondo Creepy returning, our friend Matt Masto. Maybe we'll get together and do another one of these uh day after tomorrow to, to talk with Matt or next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm around. <laughs> All right, so now I should, I'm going to play the, uh, the goodbye music in one second if I can bring it up on this thing. Oh, yeah, there it is. Perfect, the perfectly fine. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from the Howard Stern Show. That's right, Baba Booey. Stut Joe.